You're listening to Built in Brunswick, a podcast spotlighting top businesses serving the community here in Brunswick County, North Carolina. I'm Jordan Mitchell, the founder of GrowthStack Media. Today, I'm joined by Chris Uchak. Chris and his wife, Karen, are the owners of Coastal Home Watch and Concierge of Ocean Isle Beach. They like to refer to themselves as your flip-flops on the ground. Keep listening on to our conversation to find out why. We've got a very special episode for you today, so let's get right into it. You know, it goes back a few years when we lived in Maryland and my wife and I had good fortune to be able to buy some rental properties and some a second home. And um, we learned very quickly that when you're at a distance and you don't live in that home as a second home or a rental property, um, the care for that property can become a bit challenging. And you have really got to put a lot of trust into the, the people that live in that area. And sometimes, you know, reaching out to a plumber or an electrician and not knowing who they are um, could be a little bit over, it, it could be a little bit intimidating. Um, so we'd always wanted to to kind of help in that realm. And, and you know, the more that we rented, the more that we owned, um, the more that we saw the value in the service of HomeWatch. My wife is really Karen, um, who owns a business with me. She's really geared up. Um, she's really into the concierge piece and providing the shopping and, and helping with the day to day things that people just can't find time for in their lives or that they can't do for themselves. So we thought, you know what, we're going to combine the two. Um, and that's where we came up with Coastal Home Watch and Concierge. Uh, so we offer a, a myriad of different services. I know we'll talk about those today, but. I think the really cool part of our story is, is, and maybe I'm jumping the gun here, but is how did we end up in Ocean Isle Beach and in Brunswick County? And um, this is a true story. We were watching a Nicholas Sparks movie one night, and at the time we were living in Salt Lake City, Utah, and it, we already knew we wanted to be back to the beach. Uh, but we were watching this movie. It was filmed out of Southport, and I can never remember the name of the movie. Um, the Notebook, just, probably. Something what like that. It? The notebook, yeah, maybe. Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we just fell in love with the geography, you know, seeing the ICW and the beaches. And um, and so we just decided that we wanted to be back at the beach. And we have some friends that live in Calabash. And Karen, my wife, came out to visit. And I told her, I said, if you can find an area that is a place where you want to settle, then, then look for it and find and it. it. And she found it. And uh, then we ended up in Ocean Isle Beach about just over a year ago. That's awesome. And how have you been liking it so far? I mean, what's not to like, right? You know, I mean, we're we're in, in a place that's pretty much smack dab right between Sunset Beach and Ocean Isle Beach. So you've got the choice of the beaches. Um, you know, the places that we've owned previously were in small kind of meandering coastal towns. And that's what we have here. We like the small town America. And we like just the, 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 uh, the people that, that live in the community, um, and the, how friendly they are. And, you know, we've got the amenities if we want to drive north to Wilmington, or if we want to go down to Little River or to Myrtle Beach. Um, but we love it. We just love the location. We love the beaches and we love the people and really want to become part of the community is a big part of what we want to do as well. Yeah, the beach the beach life is hard to beat for sure. And I, you know, I've been in both situations as well. But I definitely love living on the coast. I also recently visited Utah. I went to a wedding in Park City, so I did pass through Salt Lake and really beautiful area to drive through. And just the American West in general is another geography that's just awesome. Um, I heard you talking about 
combining forces with your wife, essentially, and some of the other kind of day-to-day services that she does. Can you go into a little bit more specificity around some of the services you offer and how you help people here? Yeah, I mean, it's specific to the concierge piece. Um, you know, we're here to help people on their day-to-day errands and and things that they don't have time to do. I think, you know, as we kind of evolve as a culture, there's less time spent with the family. Um, and so the things that we can do to give people an opportunity to spend more time with their family or to spend time at the beach is what motivates us to provide that. So, you know, one of the big ones as an example is the the lots of people come to the area and they rent beach houses and they stay for the week. And one of our concierge services is we go out and we'll pick up groceries for them. We'll get into their rental before they arrive. Uh, we'll stock the fridge and the pantry. And so when they roll into the house with their family, um, two things, they haven't had to take up space in their car, which is probably limited. They don't have to go to the grocery stores to do the grocery shopping. They can come in and, and their sodas and cold beverages and hamburgers and hot dogs and snacks are, are there waiting for them. Um, you know, other things that we'll do with concierge, we can help people run errands. Um, you know, the list, the litany of things is, is unlimited um, as to what we can do from a concierge standpoint. The common through point I'm hearing from all those, Chris, is the focus on the customer experience. And you put it perfectly. It's, you know, when there's a lot of folks here that are here to vacation, they want to spend time with their family. That's the whole reason they're taking the vacation. They're at work. They don't maybe not get that kind of quality time with them. So be able just to roll up into a rental or their second home and kind of have all these things plug and play, ready to go, fully loaded for them. That's got to be a really cool way to, to vacation. That's an awesome uh, experience sure. there. And, you know, and Jordan, we also offer the concierge to locals or people that are moving down here. Um, As an example, you know, we can meet Focus Broadband at somebody's house when they're putting in the Internet before they arrive. We can meet and and work with furniture deliveries. Um, We can help them set up their home if they just purchased and can't move in right away. Um, And again, it's just to make the transition seamless. It's to make their experience fantastic so that they stay here and they see value in the services that we offer. Yeah. And, and to your point, you can't, you, not, no one person can be in multiple places at once, but this service essentially allows you to do that and spend your time wisely in the way that you want to. So one of your um, slogans is you, you like to position you and your wife as the flip flops on the ground. Can you elaborate more about that and how this type of concierge service differs from traditional, just like remote security monitoring, or maybe some of the other typical ways people may go about having their home cared for when they're not there? Yeah, I think, you know, Jordan, I think it comes back to the service piece. And both my wife and I have been in the service industry. She's been in the mortgage business for several years. I spent 28 years in division one college athletics, but the commonality there is, is serving people, whether it be student athletes or people that are first-time home buyers that don't understand the process. Um, so that's where we, you know, we don't want to be boots on the ground because we're not in the mountains anymore. Uh, we want to be flip-flops on the ground because we're at the beach. But, you know, it's a, this is a big service industry down here. That's the niche here, right? Whether you're, you're own homes or whether you're a property management company, it's, it's serving people. Um, and I do, I think having been here for a year, there are there's value into returning phone calls and being in places, you know, when you say you're going to be there and providing that service. Um, 
we're not unlike, you know, realtors who are looking for referrals. We want to provide the kind of service that people are going to appreciate. They're going to be repeat customers um, and they're going to they're going to recommend us to other people. But you also made the comment about not being able to be in two places at one time. That's really a big area that we address and us being the flip flops on the ground. So we do vacation rental assistance. And again, I want to clarify, we're not property managers. We don't manage any of the money. Uh, but what we are is we're the flip flops on the ground. So say you and your wife lived up in Charlotte and had a couple of rentals on Sunset Beach. Um, you know, when you've got a renter that's going to call you in the middle of the night and says, hey, my kids can't watch TV, the, the cable's out or the internet is out. Um, that's where we step in. That's where we're the flip-flops on the ground where somebody doesn't have to drive from Charlotte. Um, they can call us and we'll go over and we'll address um, all of the things that need to be addressed in order to fix the situation. And at the end of the day for our clients, it's all about a five-star rating. Um, or what Google says is you don't want a five-star, you want a 4.9 and change. But it's it's about that service piece. And that's what motivates us and drives us what to you know to do what we do and to be the flip-flops on the ground for people who can't be here. That's awesome. And, and just because you brought it up, I wanted to touch on it for a second, the Google review aspect. I mean, how important are those Google reviews and just other reviews um, for you and your wife's business when people are considering hiring you for your services? Yeah, I mean, they're golden, right? I mean, if, if we provide a service and, um, and it's not a good experience, then, you know, it just kind of scuttles all the hard work we're putting into starting a business. Um, and I will add that starting a business was a lot more work than I ever could have possibly imagined. And, but it's also very fulfilling at the same time to see what you can build. But the reviews are, are, are super important to our business. Um, they let people know that we're reliable um, and that we're trustworthy and that the services that we say that we're going to provide that we come through and provide those services. And hopefully people will know that we go a little bit further and go that extra yard to make the experience a good one. But at the end of the day, those those reviews, whether they be Google or on Alignable with colleagues or wherever they're gonna be placed, um, those are the, the types of things that are gonna show legitimacy um, and excellence for our company. And that's what we're looking for. Hey everyone, hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Real quick, if you haven't already, go ahead and tap the follow button to subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. It helps our show reach more listeners, brings more awareness to the businesses here in our community, and will ensure you don't miss any new content. So thanks again for taking just a few seconds here to go and hit follow. We really appreciate it. Okay, now back to the show makes total sense to me. And I have to thank you for bringing me onto Alignable. I'm not sure if that's an email that you sent me directly or, or they automatically detected I was in your email book. Um, but it's, it's been a useful platform for me too. It's something that I hadn't even heard of until recently. Um, and something that you've also mentioned is that you like to treat clients' homes and properties as if they were your own, which just speaks volumes about your commitment to the community. Is there any specific instances you can share where you've had to really lean into this principle and make a difference for one of your clients? I mean, this could be an example of a, a challenge you had to solve or, or a, a really positive experience a client might have had. Yeah, you know, I think it's it's it is our slogan, and, and we live by that mantra. And you know, people who have purchased second homes or vacation homes that live at a distance, um, especially if they're renting them out. 
you know, they don't know what goes on during the week. And you hear the horror stories of people trashing homes and, you know, we're there to, to, to keep an eye out for those kinds of things. When we go into somebody's house, we have a 56 point inspection. Um, when we do a home watch check and we're looking for everything that you could possibly imagine that's going to lead to to bigger issues and costly issues and issues that are going to take a lot of time to manage. So when we go into somebody's house, and there are a lot of home watch companies um, that are are in existence that I think are are providing that could be providing watered down service. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, for a home watch company to go into somebody's home and spend ten minutes and say that everything looks good, I might question about how thorough they are in the examination of that property. Um, with us, you know, it takes anywhere from 40 to minutes to an hour in some instances to do things properly. Um, we have a great, um, uh, we have what's called HomeWatch IT, which is an online program. It looks a lot like a home inspection, but, you know, we go through our inspection points and we're able to embed pictures um, in that report. So if we see something that just doesn't look right or something that could be a problem that might get a little bit bigger if unattended, then we can share those with the homeowner and then we can act on those. Um, but yeah, and we're insured, we're bonded, and we're nationally accredited with the National Home Watch Association. So I think one of the things, and we've all done it, you know, we've all had our next door neighbor look after our house, or we've had a cousin or a relative or, you know, Big Ed that you barely know that lives down the street a little <laughs> bit, yeah. um, that have come in and, and, and looked after your house. And, you know, it's good to get a set of eyes on your home, but my question would be, you know, what are they going to do if they walk into the house in the kitchen's four inches full of water? Do they know who they're going to call? I know I have a bucket of contractors and vendors that I've built relationships with that I can call in an emergency, and hopefully they'll be there and they'll take care of that person's home for them. Um, but, and you know, the insured and being bonded, it also protects the homeowner. We're insured. If I go in and make a mistake, which I'm sure I will, um, I'm insured. And if it, if it, you know, if there's a negative outcome to the person, to the client's home, then I'm insured in order to protect them. So, you know, this is a, a business that's been around for about 19 years. It was actually founded by a gentleman out of Neural's Inlet um, in South Carolina, who was also uh, the president in uh, NHWA, the National Home Watch Association. So we're trying to make sure that we do this the right way and that people see that this is a valuable service. That's awesome. So is it is it technically a franchise? Like is your is your business a franchise or this is your just a similar style of a home watch business? It's not a franchise. It's our business. It's just my wife Karen and I. Um and so do we want to franchise it down the road? Honestly, probably not. Um so yeah. And so with that in mind, how often are are you and your team conducting the inspections? Is it as needed, or do you have it on a set kind of routine basis? Yeah, most of our clients, you know, I, we go in weekly, um, especially if it's a if it's a client that is renting the home. So we'll go in on Saturdays or Sundays or during turnover um, and make sure that the people, the renters that were there previously, um, haven't damaged anything in the home that's going to detract maybe from that five star review from the renters that are coming in at four o'clock. Uh, we'll report out to our, our clients. Um, Sometimes for some clients, we go in every two weeks, uh, but I will not, I, I really hesitate to go in only once a month um, just because there's an awful lot that can occur during 30 days. Um, and I'm not sure 
that I want to be in a situation where I go in once a month, even though some people have asked. Um, I generally will tell them, I, you know, it's got to be at least every two weeks in order to keep a, a handle. The other thing too, Jordan, that people aren't aware of a lot is that when you own a second home or a rental home, uh, your homeowner's insurance is going to have a vacancy clause in that insurance plan. Um, and a lot of people, when I have discussion with them and we meet with them and tell them about our services, the one thing I tell them is, you know, if you don't want to hire us, that's fine. You know, I'm sure you'll figure your situation out. But if there's one thing you'll take away from our meeting is call your insurance agent up or your broker and find out what your vacancy clause is. Because if you're not abiding by the vacancy clause and you have a situation, your insurance company may deny your claim. So I think it's important that they know that. And some vacancy clauses are, are ridiculously stringent where somebody's got to be in the house every day. Um, others are every three months. Most people are not aware. Yeah, and that's and that's and that's so important to work with someone like yourself that understands the nitty gritty details that are so easily um, e easy to miss. Um, and so that's where your expertise comes into into play there as well. And as we're talking at this time, it's Tuesday, August 29th, the time of this recording, and we have a potential hurricane on the way, a dahlia, and, and another tropical storm happening. So uh, before we started going on with this podcast, you were mentioning certain protocols that you're already enacting with some of your clients. Can you talk about uh, what that looks like and how it's an added service to what you're offering? Sure. We uh, we offer pre and post storm protocol for all of our clients. Um, and we have a, it's a customized um, protocol. You know, some people have pools, some people don't have pools. Some people want their water shut off. Some people want irrigation shut off. But we go through a whole litany of items um, in order to, to prep the home. For a storm event, whether it be a tropical storm um, or whether it be a hurricane, cat one, cat two, cat three, hopefully not more than that or not a hurricane at all. Um, but we'll go ahead, we'll go to a home um, and we'll pull storm shutters down if we need to, whether they're accordion, uh, whether they're Bermuda shutters, whether they're electric shutters, um, and we'll make sure that the windows are covered. And again, these are for people who can't be here um, or we can go and help. Um, but we'll make sure that the furniture is secure. If we have to move it into the house, all the outdoor furniture, we'll move it into the house or we'll move it into a corner and tie it down. We go through the yard, make sure that anything that could become airborne um, during an event or high winds that we've secured so it's not smashing through your windows or your neighbor's windows. Um, if we want, some people like to turn their water off. Uh, they like to turn the hot water heater off. Uh, we go in and simple things that you don't think about is emptying, emptying ice makers in the fridge and turning mm. them off. Uh, not the fridge, but the ice maker. That yeah. way, if power goes out, the ice isn't melting and dripping on your floor. Um, so we go in and we do a, a pretty thorough check. When the, the, if there is a, a, a storm event, then I go in after the fact um, and I've got an eight-point checklist, which is pretty basic. But we'll go through and make sure there's no damage to the house, that there's no water intrusion there's no flooding on the property, um, and hopefully there's not. And if there is, then we report that to the homeowner. Um, and then we, we're here, our flip-flops on the ground if we need to get a, a restoration company to come in and start taking water out of the house or, you know, those kinds of things are repairing. Um, uh, we'll make sure that we can manage those um, on the post-storm piece of it. Absolutely. That makes total sense to me, and hopefully we we miss the, the worst parts of uh this storm that's about to hit us. Uh, how else are you and your wife involved in the community? I know you're obviously part of the chamber, but 
Are you doing anything else to connect locally? Any initiatives or partnerships uh, you have going here? Yeah, you know, we um, I, I've got to give a big shout out to the, the Brunswick Chamber of Commerce. Um, they've been really supportive of, of me and my wife and us starting up a company. Um, it's given us entree to a lot of people like yourself um, and others that are invested in the community as well. When we chose to move to Brunswick County, uh, this is it for us. We've moved a lot in our lifetimes. We don't want to move anymore. Um, and this is it. This is our end point. So, you know, as we start to build the company and as we start to grow, giving back to the community is going to be really important for us. Um, and I'm not exactly sure what that looks like, but being part of the chambers, I think, is an important part of that. Um, I think about when I grew up and played a lot of Little League baseball and you know, you get the uniforms or the shirts that have a company name on it because you've sponsored them. You know, if that's in the cards, those are the kinds of things that that we want to do. Um, and we want when people see our our logo, I know you can't see it on the podcast, but when they see the logo, you know, I want people to go, yeah, I know of them. And, and you know what? My kid's softball team or my kid's baseball team or soccer team, they they supported our, our, our kids as they play sports. Um but we want to give back to the community, whether that's being involved in an oyster fest or we want to be around. We want to be around. We want to be seen. Um, and what's the biggest outcome for us? You know, obviously it, it might help with business, but even more importantly, we want to make friends. We want to know people in the place that we live, in the place that we love. Um, and I think we can give back to the community in that way. Absolutely. It's so important to, you know, not only for someone who might want to do business with you, but uh, you know, knowing, liking, trusting the person. And those are all value pillars of your business, uh, which is really important. And it's really nice to hear that, you know, running the actual business side of it is one thing. But what I'm hearing is, you know, this tie back to service, your career service and, and different roles and wanting to make an impact and a positive impact in your community, uh, which is what this podcast is all about. So that's that's just awesome, Chris. So for folks listening to this who, you know, their ears are perked. They may have a rental property or a second home or even their local, and they might need um, some help, your assistance. Where can they go to book your services? Yeah, you know, I think the easiest thing is they can give me a call. Um, and the number is 910-634-5769. Um, please call me, ask about our services, ask any questions that you might have. Um, we'd love to come and visit face-to-face -face and step into your home and just show you how we can help you, um, how we can be your flip-flops on the ground. Um, you can also look at our webpage, which is www. Now it's a long one. The domain's long. It's www.coastalhomewatchconcierge.com. Um, and it outlines all of our, our, our services that we offer, how to reach us. Um, and I think, you know, we've just recently, we're excited. We've expanded our service area. So, we now are serving from Sunset Beach all the way up to Oak Island and everything in between. Um, there's a need there for that. Um, and honestly, when you're starting up your business and you know that you can help people when they call and they ask you to help, it's hard to say no. Um, and, you know, we do just want to reach out. So we're excited to be able to grow up to Oak Island and um, we'll see how that goes. But the website and, and a direct phone call is a great way to reach out to us. Awesome. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Chris Uchak, Coastal Home Watch and Concierge of Ocean Isle Beach. Give him a call. Uh, let him help out. He's a great guy. And tune in for the next episode next time.
You've been listening to the Built in Brunswick podcast. This is original content produced by Growth Stack Media. If you're ready to grow your business with better videos, podcasts, PR, or marketing support, feel free to reach out. All you need to do is click the contact form link in the show description or visit growstackmedia.com and schedule a call. I'd love to hear from you. That does it for today, but stay tuned for more because new episodes are on the way soon. And until then, I'm Jordan Mitchell, and this is Built in Brunswick.